Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Krista Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. So, this one's going to be a story time for you. Oh, yay. I love story time. Hold on. Let me get some popcorn. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> I, for a really long time, needed my wisdom teeth taken out. And I put it off for a really long time. I'm told all the time. Like, when I go to the dentist, my my dentist still tells me, like, are you in pain? I'm like, no. He's like, your mouth is not big enough to have your wisdom teeth. And you have them. I'm like... All right. Yeah, I'm that fine. was the same situation. <laughs> Never was in pain. But then finally they were like, listen, you're 35 years old now. And the longer they stay in, the worse it's going to be. Because oh, I no. had... You're scaring me. <laughs> well, so I'm not sure about your situation. You might be fine. Yeah. Mine, three out of the four were breaching out of the gum. And he's like, look, you've got a little pocket down there. 
every single time you come in for a teeth cleaning, we're finding shit in that pocket. Yeah. So unless you like get these removed so that that can seal up and it's not just a hole for food and bacteria to fall into in your mouth, you're going to have a bad time the older you get. You need yeah. to get it done. Okay. And I was like, the older you get is a lesser lesser more crappy he's like oh it gets crappier the longer you wait like yeah. the sooner the better with this dude i get it it's the same way with your tonsils bro yeah it's like that's like why i had like two rebleeds is because i'm an adult and you don't get tonsils out when you're 29 <laughs> years old so let me tell you my little secret yes he was like cold weather's helpful i said all right then i want to get these taken out at the very end of november beginning of december Okay. When it's nice and chilly outside. Yeah. And this will be my excuse to sit on the couch for four days and just watch nonstop Christmas. Movies. Okay. I can I can get behind that. Were you able to enjoy Thanksgiving? I waited until right after Thanksgiving. So okay, it was like cool. the week after Thanksgiving and cool. things were healed up just in time for Christmas. Excellent. So I, I recommend that method. But what we're gonna do is I document it. Every single thing that I watch in an Instagram story that is still active on of my course, page. Of course you did. So here we go. It's the movies and my thoughts. I okay. kicked it off with Die Hard. And I wrote... Okay, all right. I started with Die Hard because I love this movie, but I have mixed thoughts on it being a Christmas film. Okay. This will be a theme for a few other movies that take place at Christmas, but aren't exactly Christmassy. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say for now because I know that we will probably do a bigger Die Hard episode. Yeah, we'll definitely do a do a Die Hard episode. I fall on the realm of who fucking cares. Yeah, because honestly, we talked about this last week with my sister. I watch weird shit that makes yeah. me think of Christmas. Well, sure. So, so here's the only thing. Here's here's the one piece that I'll say, and I'll definitely say it again whenever we get to Die Hard. Yeah. My only argument against it being a Christmassy movie or a Christmas movie is that if you remove Christmas and replace it with any other holiday, none of the plot is affected whatsoever. <laughs> no, you're very correct. All right. So then I followed it up with Edward Scissorhands, which okay. I think is one that people don't often think of as a Christmas movie. Yeah. No, I think I see more snowy, like, but, yeah. but, but yeah, I can get behind that. But I wrote my my Instagram note for this one was Ice Dance might be my favorite piece of any Danny Elfman score. I put it on every Christmas mix. It is 100% on my Christmas playlist. <laughs> like, Even like you said, Edward Scissorhands is definitely not the first movie that comes to mind when I think Christmas. It's not even the first Tim Burton movie that comes to mind when I think of Christmas. Would, would you be thinking of the next movie I put in, which was <laughs> Batman Returns? <laughs> which... I wrote, for years, I forgot how heavy the Christmas imagery is in this movie. It is now a yearly view for me. <laughs> so I think what you have compiled is a list of movies that I need to revisit. Because it yeah. has been a long time since I have watched Edward Scissorhands and Batman Returns. So so here's the next one. Okay. Now we're getting into some weird shit. Okay. The Last San Jedi. <laughs> Santa's Magic Toy Bag. A Christmas treasure produced by Paul Fusco, the iconic creator of ALF. So all I wrote for this one was, my mom got me this a few Christmases ago. I'd never heard of it, but it's got puppets. So not exactly a ringing endorsement from Mr. Kelly. Not exactly a ringing endorsement. Written, and, uh, written as if I was aware that my mom might read this post, yeah. and I didn't want to go any further than it's got puppets. So when was it? when was it released? 
uh, late 80s, early 90s. Let me see if I can hold this up to the camera so you can okay. see how horrifying. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it ain't great. Maybe one day. Look, we got 365 episodes that we're trying to get. Maybe we'll get into Santa's Magic Bag. Yeah, I can't like them all. Go ahead. <laughs> Here's a real controversial one. Followed okay. it up with Jingle All the Way. Okay. And I wrote, I actually hate this movie, but I watch it every year for the Phil Hartman performance. <laughs> All right, so as a kid, I fucking loved Jingle All the Way. <laughs> fucking loved it. I thought Sinbad was the funniest man on the damn planet. And I loved fucking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger saying his ABCs backwards in the beginning of the movie. And, and I mean, the best line that he has in this movie, and this yeah. is one of the few things that I ever try to do in an Arnold impersonation, because yeah. it's you can't say it not, is uh, he's in my house with my wife eating my cookies. <laughs> 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 Put the cookie down! <laughs> There's like a couple of good moments, but that movie does not need to be almost two hours long. No, that, that is... movie does not need to be almost two hours, and I do have my own problems with that movie. Like, <laughs> I understand Arnold Schwarzenegger's like complaint about Phil Hartman being in his house <laughs> eating <laughs> fucking cookies. Like, I get it. I understand. Uh, oh yeah. my god! But but well, that's definitely a movie that we'll also be covering. Eventually. Yeah, that, that's definitely a coming. Most of these are going to be coming soon. Yes. Uh, then I followed it up with Jack Frost, the horror one with the tagline, okay, cool. he's chilling and he's killing. And, and all I wrote was, I should be more ashamed of how much I legitimately still love this movie. <laughs> Dude, I'm for it. We've talked about it in the past. I'm horror Jack Frost all the way. Michael Keaton. Sorry, bro. So this is a time capsule of when I was watching stuff, too. Okay. I watched Noel. Because it had just dropped on Disney Plus. Oh, uh, and my note yeah. was, this was fantastic and comes highly recommended. Yeah, I like Noel. Noel was fine. Noel was. was fun. I feel like rewatching it the last year, I was a little bit more lukewarm on it. Yeah. But I think my problem with it is that it is a very PG. Yeah. Like a very PG Christmas movie. And I, I kind of want it just a just a tiny little edge into like a little bit less just hyper wholesome. I get that. And and I think one of the things when Noel first came out is we were all hyped up about Disney Plus as a whole as well. Yeah. And like, yeah. Oh yeah. We were, yeah, we were on a high for yeah. sure. Uh, I followed it up with the Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. Um, another, another potentially controversial note here says, despite how often I've seen this, I've never really liked it that much. This special is just a rose-tinted Stockholm syndrome for me. <laughs> okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we did not quite make it to 365 <laughs> episodes, but I quit. What? What? I enjoy Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas for what it is, but I just... The more I watch it, the more I'm like, this is the Christmas special I look forward to the least every single year. You made me watch that goddamn fucking puppet Gift of the Magi shit. Emmett Otter's got better music. I'll say it. Bro, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Everyone's going to be like, Dylan, your mic's completely blown out this episode. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Are you serious right now? Dude, I listened to the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack 
on a daily. This makes me so happy. I was like, man, I don't know if this is going to be an interesting episode or Are not. Are you this fucking is a great kidding episode. me? This is great. Holy right. shit. So I needed a palate cleanser after the Charlie. A palate <laughs> cleanser? <laughs> so I put on Matt Gronin presents Olive, the other reindeer featuring Drew Barrymore as Olive. Uh, and my note for this one was, I feel like no one has seen this. And it is one of my absolute favorite films to watch every single year. Olive is a solid watch. <laughs> <laughs> Olive is a solid watch. Olive was like hard to find for a while. Yeah. I, I remember I was walking through a Best Buy and they around Christmas time and the DVD was on like their their Christmas rack for $5. And I don't think I've grabbed a DVD so quickly. <laughs> Because I knew, I was like, I yo, gotta have Olive. I was like, yo, that shit was great. Like, you, I watched you, it as it aired. We'll we'll do a full yeah, Olive episode. You fucking knocked the Charlie Brown Christmas DVD out of the way. To I, get I bought that DVD. I have the Charlie Brown Christmas DVD. Like, and fuck was, this and send it into the fucking washing machine section was, of Best Buy. It, it definitely was like, I, I am obligated to buy this as a man who loves Christmas and animation, yeah. but I don't have to enjoy it. And then I followed that. This was all in one day, I'm pretty sure still i followed it up with gremlins um my note on this one was the practical effects for the most part still hold up really well in this solid watch matt, matt the critic yeah <laughs> follow matt on letterbox gremlins <laughs> i mean I, yeah gremlins still holds up for sure it's so fucking funny because like everybody loves gremlins but i think people forget how dark as fuck that movie actually uh, it is. gave us the pg-13 rating for how yeah, dark it was yeah, yeah like that movie's dark as shit but we'll definitely yeah. we'll definitely get into gremlins yeah and then i followed up because you're right gremlins is pretty dark so i needed to follow it up with something a little bit lighter so i put oh, on God. silent night deadly night oh <laughs> nice okay and my my note for that was i remember renting this as a kid and loving it wasn't sure how it would hold up but it's still pretty damn good yeah so silent night deadly night's another one that like if you don't know anything about you're like oh killer santo let me watch this and then like you start seeing like him as a kid and and like what happened to his parents and you're like this movie's real fucked up too yeah yeah <laughs> it's pretty bad uh but it's great it's great though then i did actually follow it up with some light heart at fair i know i'm friends with the director you might also be friends with the director uh and we'll probably have to have him on to talk about it one day but i watched the documentary i am santa claus Ah, and my note on this was my friend made it and I make it a point to watch it every year. And this documentary makes me tear up every single time I watch it. It is truly a beautiful film. For sure. I am Santa Claus. Oh my gosh. I think I watched it when it first dropped. I really do need to revisit that one because that one definitely tugs at your heartstrings. Oh yeah. You will tear up. And then I followed it up with, I don't think this one's as controversial because I think you and I have talked about this, but Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and my only note was 95% of the characters in this are awful human beings. (laughs) Yeah. They all (laughs) suck, dude. They all suck, man. Hello everyone. We're superhero stuff. You should know. And if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, Think again. We got romance. We got action. Romance. We got comedy. We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to. Su- Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. 
Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Oh my God. Uh, ooh. Okay, so here's, yeah, sorry. here's something interesting. Followed up Rudolph with Frosty the Snowman. And my oh, note on God. that was, you know, I'd love to see a feature-length live-action movie <laughs> of this. Hey, guys, pause this episode and go revisit that because that was a great fucking time. That was we- that was another one of those episodes where we're like, I don't know, this could go real bad. And then it was like, that may have been the best one we recorded that day. Dude, we casted the shit out of that movie. I bounced over to Die Hard 2. What um, fucking time is it at this point? So I probably went to bed roughly around, I think the day started with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, okay. So, so I think okay. Gremlins I we were... ended. <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. I think Gremlins ended night one. Silent Night, Deadly Night kicked off day two. Okay. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so, so Die Hard 2, I just wrote my least favorite of the franchise, but it is arguably a more Christmassy film than the first one. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. It being more Christmassy. I followed that up with another one that maybe we'll talk about. Maybe we won't. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang wrote barely a Christmas movie, but I'll always use it as an excuse to watch it because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Never seen it, but people always tell me to watch it. You'll love it. I followed it up with Shazam wrote, love this movie, but it will not be a Christmas tradition in this house. Shazam. Like the, is that the, is that the shack? No, the superhero movie that came out literally le- in 2019. Oh, that's Shazam. Yeah, Wait, that's what Shazam. What am I thinking of? You're thinking is of Kazam. Kazam, okay. Shazam is the name of the yes. movie that the internet made up starring Shaq, or starring <laughs> or Sinbad. Sinbad as a genie. And in yeah, si- whatever. Okay. No, I'm, I'm with you. I watched Shazam for the first time over the pandemic, and... It was so weird to me because like where I fall in the DC extended universe is weird. I liked Man of Steel. I liked Batman v Superman. I I don't watch a lot of the DC movies in general, but I really did enjoy Shazam. I think that it was like the level of fun that it should have been. It's the closest that DC came to like a Guardians of the Galaxy type movie where it's like people don't care about this character enough for us to fuck it up so we can just have fun with it i was indifferent to it like it was it's a thing and it's yeah, it's, it's not there bad so uh so then i followed it up with the nightmare before christmas okay what are your thoughts on the nightmare before christmas potentially potentially controversial but i wrote it dawned on me that i rarely pay attention to the last 10 15 minutes of this movie yeah. i legitimately don't remember any songs that come after sally's song. like as soon as he's done handing out presents yeah and it gets he movies gets shot kind of, down it's, yeah once he gets I'm shot like, down i just shut off the movie i'm like well, exactly they killed jack skeleton <laughs> yeah. and santa's christmas is ruined the end i have the same beef with nightmare before christmas that i have with hocus pocus 
that I oh, also, it's just overdone that I also at this have point. with the office is it's not a fucking personality trait. Like, yep. 100%. like liking these things is not a personality oh, trait. And but I we think... will cover we will we we have to cover the nightmare before. Oh, person. for sure. For the people who are in that great debate of what is it, like it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. it's Halloween for five minutes in that yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, it's like, literally Halloween night in the beginning, and the rest of the movie is getting ready for Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's a, a Christmas if you want movie. a day for it, it's a November first movie. There you go. So usually Dylan and I, I would say ninety five percent of the time fall on the same thought process with Uh-oh. things. This is the first entry of where I love something that Dylan just cannot. And it was that I watched the night before Christmas, spelled K N I G H T, and I wrote, "Now this is my type of Christmas trash. <laughs> this is where I'm at currently. Enjoy the next few days of updates." Oh no! This is a this is like that Netflix shit. Yeah, Vanessa Hutchins deals with a knight that travels through time and lands in New York City on Christmas Day. And she has to help him get back to medieval times. This is the, like, Netflix was trying to start pulling the Hallmark stuff. Oh, and there's many more that'll come up, but I did take a oh, quick break. Sure. After after Night Before Christmas, I needed some ha-has. Possibly my shortest note here, I watched Just Friends, and I wrote Masterpiece. That is all. <laughs> it has been a while since I have watched that movie. I need to revisit that one as well soon. It's so fucking good. So the other one that I watched... After that was The Nutcracker in the Four Realms, which was the Disney movie that came out in 2018. I heard very bad things about so that. So my note was, <laughs> people seem to hate this movie, but I kind of love it. And I think you'd like it too, because it's just insane. It's literally a yeah. Tim Burton movie. Okay. Like, it's just like, hey, let's just be fucking weird for an hour and a half. But oh, like the whole musical score is The Nutcracker. It's perfect. perfect. We'll do an episode on it for sure. Hell yeah. Then I watched... <laughs> Elves, the horror movie Elves. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that one. <laughs> yeah. And I just wrote Grizzly Adams is a mall Santa fighting a 40 year old elf genetically created by the Nazis. This is a huge recommend. And then, yeah, I got back onto Netflix. And that's <laughs> where we get The Christmas Prince. Okay. And that's how I end it the day. I end it the second day with ah, The Christmas Prince. You brought yourself back up. Yeah. After elves. Then I started the following morning with <laughs> with Jaws the Revenge. Is Jaws the Revenge a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie, baby. They oh go to Jamaica God. for Christmas. Holy <laughs> shit. Did you watch it might be coming up. I don't remember when it came out. Santa Jaws? No. It was but that's uh, a great name. Yeah. Good. Hold on. Santa, this is, I'm not making this up. This is not a fever dream. This is so well. So while you, no, I know that Santa Jaws is a thing because I remember seeing the trailer. While you yeah. looked that up, I followed up Jaws the Revenge with uh, Love Actually. Okay. And I said, I like this movie, but I've never loved it the way most people do, people which is why I probably love, only watch it every five years or so. People love the shit out of that movie. They really love do. Actually. And, and I, yeah, I like it. It's cute. There are a lot of the characters are kind of assholes. Again. Yep. And I know that I've told you this is a coming soon before. I did bounce back over to Netflix and I watched Claws, the animated yeah. film. And Still I wrote, not watched it. please don't wait until we do okay. it for, for the show. But I wrote, at first I thought that this was going to be extremely overrated, but by the end I was loving it. Aww, uh, so good. it's a slow burn, but it's great. And then I'll say my note first. Okay. 
It just says, oh, hello, Rock Bottom. I watched Santa with Muscles starring Hulk Oh, Hogan. my God. <laughs> that was a choice you could make. Yeah. And then I followed it up with Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 5, The Toy Maker. Okay. I said, this is my last Christmas horror for this entire month, but it is my favorite. It is extremely underrated. Was that the one with Mickey Rooney? Yep. Nice. And I still stand by that that movie's great. And then I yeah. popped on another, a lot of coming soons here, which is why we're kind of breezing through here. But I want yeah, people to yeah. understand, this was a weekend. This yeah. is one weekend we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I popped on Beavis and Butthead Do Christmas, and I just wrote a true classic. Uh, it was a 30-minute special they did, but then I jumped right back into the Christmas Prince, uh, uh, Prince Part 2, The Royal Wedding, and I said, I have to see where the story goes next. <laughs> Um, and, did you do you though <laughs> and then i followed it out with closing out my day by ending the saga with a christmas prince the royal baby how many of these are there there was three okay just three but then are i they jumped all the same is it vanessa hudgens like is it yep, all... all uh no 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 that one is the star of i zombie okay okay so so i had off i had my teeth removed on friday okay did Saturday, Sunday. That was that was the three day weekend. Okay. Just tried to go back into work on Monday. Okay. Didn't work out for me. Came home, <laughs> came home early. So I did pick up one last day of watching, and I started with the Princess Switch, <laughs> which stars Vanessa Hutchins as two characters. And then the last thing I watched before calling it, and you know going back to my normal life oh hold on hold on this is the this is the last one this is your grand finale let it snow yes (laughs) yes and my note at the time fresh after watching it was this was legit better than i ever imagined that it would be dude i still like that it blows my mind how much fun that was what's more insane about that is this was all 2019. So yeah. a couple months later, we went in to 2020. Yeah. So I did a thing on an, and I still have this Instagram story up as well. Yeah. A decade of film, my top 15 films of the decade in order of release. Okay. And I put a disclaimer. These are not, these are favorites, but not necessarily the best. They're just yeah. the films that I revisit and rewatch the most often. Okay. And that list ended up being Easy A. Take okay. Me Home Tonight, You're Next, okay. The Muppets, mm-hmm. Perks of Being a Wallflower, mm-hmm. Pitch Perfect, mm-hmm. The Way Way Back, The mm-hmm. Big Sick, Happy Death Day, Coco, Won't You Be My Neighbor, Into the Spider-Verse, Mary Poppins Returns, Book Smart, and let it snow. Oh, <laughs> Made my it. That's God. and and I wrote. I, the only reason I bring that up is because I wrote weird last entry here. But I have watched this movie three times alone this month, so it's clear that it will be a favorite forever. Yeah, and it's so funny because you go through that list, and and for anyone that knows me, like 
dude, you and I are like the same fucking person. Oh, <laughs> sure. That's, that's why I was like, yo, man, we got to we gotta do this podcast. No, we're the same person. That's why this show has always been like a perfect show for the two of us oh, to so host. perfect, dude. Because it's like, we agree 90% of the time, but when yeah. we disagree, we are very vocal about yeah. it. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I can't believe that today I learned that you just don't like the Charlie Brown Christmas special. I think, so here's the thing with the Charlie Brown Christmas special, and it's going to be the antithesis of everything I've ever said about how much I love my yeah. family and how much I love tradition. Yeah. I think my problem is that my mom loves this Charlie Brown Christmas way too much. I can get, I can like, understand that. Like it was like, I remember I used to enjoy it, but like now it's like, no matter what you're doing, if it is the night that the Charlie Brown Christmas special is playing on TV, you have to turn off what, what you're, you're doing. doing. Yeah. We're sitting down and watching it as a family. And I'm just like, yo, don't fucking force this bullshit down my throat. I'll watch it. It's December. I'm going to watch it. Whether I want to or not, I'm going to sit down and put it on because it's just 20 minutes and it's over and it's sweet and sugary at the end. And that's fine. But like the voice acting is horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Brown Christmas special may have one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. I I mostly said that to to defend my boy Paul Williams. Uh, I apologize. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a beautiful jazz jazz soundtrack, but like I'm not humming those tunes the way that I hum as the river meets the sea, where I'm just like, mm. yeah, man, bring a tear to my eye as the river meets the sea. Grandma died. For takes our me back. Our listeners out there, if if you haven't. If you haven't left a review or left a comment on our Facebook group page or anything, I want to pose a question to you all for this week only. Emmett Otter or the Charlie Brown Christmas special? Ooh, we're, we're going we're going head to fucking head. Poll on both Instagram and Facebook so we can see this. Definitely. Definitely. I have a I you know what? At first, my first initial thought was Emmett Otter doesn't have a chance. <laughs> but, <laughs> Dude, I don't understand everyone's love but, for that thing, but people but, love it. <laughs> but see, that's the other thing. My flip side is I'm like, ooh, I don't know, though. I think that the tide's turning on Charlie Brown. I think <laughs> I think that it's it's too old. It shoves a religious angle down your throat mid-movie. Like, I think people are like, nah, man, I just want these little critters running around singing songs about their dead relatives. That's my Christmas. <laughs> Hey, if there's any like Christmas special that I want to watch that involves critters, it's the South Park Woodland Critter Christmas. And episode, we will so. a, another. <laughs> this is just this episode should just be called Stay Tuned. Matt got his wisdom Stay teeth t- out two years ago. <laughs> but uh, well, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, and also Merry Christmas, Dylan. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Emmett Otter, and Merry Christmas, Matt. Whoa, oh, whoa. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, 
think again. We got romance. We got action. Romance. We got comedy. We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to... Su- Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 